This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.45 um, and a change of pace. On today on Twitter, it's all about... Who got Coldplay tickets and who didn't? So many hashtags are trending because of this. There's Cat 2, there's Coldplay <laughs> in KL, there's Live Nation. There is more or less, um, for some people, hashtag Booyah, because there's some people yeah. just boasting. Um, but So gloat or moan. Yes, that, that seems to be the general tone. And, and the thing is, I don't know if anybody is surprised. Um, Coldplay is a huge band. We have seen these sorts of complaints emerge every time there has been a major concert coming here. Um, people kind of getting ready with their two smartphones and their whatever, you know, to try and refresh and get things going. And uh, predictably, and this is not a Malaysian problem, this is a general anticipated concert problem. Uh, The pre-sale ticket server for uh, the Coldplay concert crashed when people attempted to log in to make purchases. Uh, People were complaining about waiting a very long time or finally getting to the end of the process and then it ultimately failing. There's just so many stories, along with some stories of triumph, I think it's fair to say. Okay, well, let's start with Melvin Hates You saying, Foo, thank God I was on time. Lots were full, maybe because there was a 15k quota today. See you on my birthday month. Hashtag Coldplay in KL. I added the tone, I admit. No, but my, the number of emojis on the post suggests I'm not wrong. My favourite one is somebody apparently posting tickets on Carousel for like 3,000 ringgit and then saying, yeah, but actually it's not for sale. I'm just here to show off because I got <laughs> tickets and you didn't. So th- there is definitely a, a tone. So the idea was they're pretending to be a tout, like a ticket tout. Just to get you to look so that they can show off, yes. It's oh. the extra version of social posted on your social media. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's tempt people with the possibility. Although, can I just say, don't buy from scalpers. Do not. Is, yes. like, just generally don't buy from scalpers. But if you didn't get a chance to buy one in legitimately through the online system, why not go to a scalper? If you, you're desperate, you're favourite band, you would die if you didn't get to see them because, you know, your, your, the core of your being is associated with a pop band from another country. Do you want my principled answer or the practical answer? Because I'll give you both. Um, the principal answer is obviously that scalpers inflate inflate the price of something that legit the actual fans are trying to get they buy things up they, it just doesn't make sense what you're saying is so ethically unsound before you lift your finger uh, there is also an actual practical reason for it which is that it used to be that tickets were um, tickets were physical, physical. but now mm. what happens is that you pay somebody money they send you a QR code that they can then send to 60 other people and then you go there on the day and you don't know this but maybe the other person who has your QR code has already gone in, then why did you pay the 600 So, yeah, so my response to that is there is a market. And I think the safeguard is that um, that nobody can buy more than X amount of tickets, right? So you can't corner the market. Scalpers can't corner the market as they used to be able to. I think they that's still a safeguard. Can. No, How they can. can. They How? just um, log in with multiple accounts. Yes, and they work in, in with groups. multiple devices. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Entire so they floors truly of are people. evil. This is what we've been trying to tell you, and you've locked us into this corner of the conversation. I know, suddenly <laughs> having to discuss 
don't buy scalp tickets is where we are stopping this at um, unless you really truly love this band Sharad no. no never <laughs> never never not okay. in this digital age too many chances um, I just wanted to close off actually with this t- a tweet that felt too real because Sharad asked me before when was the last time you did this and sadly as Jerry says, sounds like the time we were all trying to book our AstraZeneca vaccine appointments. Mm. That, in fact, was the last time I battled a server to get a slot for something. That that makes me sad. Um, I also like this one from Husna who says, nobody said it was easy. No one ever said it would be this hard. <laughs> Which I think is, is a fair summation and how a lot of fans feel. On that note, we are asking you, did you try getting Coldplay tickets today? Were you successful? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Busy following money trail. BFM eighty nine point nine. It is 5.52. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. We're talking about Coldplay's concert um, specifically because uh, today the tickets opened and um, immediately servers got flooded. Uh, People were successful. Many more were not. And so we've been asking you, did you try getting Coldplay tickets? Were you successful? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, let's start with a voice note. This is uh, TIDJ. Unfortunately, despite having two PCs, refreshing and being in queue, and also my partner in Singapore being in queue, we did not get the Coldplay tickets. Only one person I know actually got a Coldplay ticket and she she was refreshing her PC as early as 8.55, right before it opened for Q. Thank you for that. TIDJ also adds on, why bother getting from scalpers for overinflated prices when Coldplay's other concert in the same month will be up for pre-sales tomorrow? I've already surveyed flight prices. They're not too bad. TIDJ, what gets to me is your never-say-die attitude. <laughs> because I, I tell you, <laughs> if I had your experience this morning, I don't know if I would be like, you know what? Tomorrow is another day. I, I would just be a broken person. I... It's extraordinary. I, I do know that people identify deeply with, you know, the people, you know, bands and such. So, uh, but I, I don't, I don't think, maybe I'm from that generation that uh, can't quite get into the, well, actually, I come from the generation that was equally obsessed about its musicians. So what can I say? Yeah. So I think what's changed is the um, the online server rush because it's very different going to a ticket booth, seeing a line of a few hundred people in front of you. I think you get a realistic idea of what you can expect. Okay, so is this a, a failure of the event organizers to recognize the amount of demand there is? I mean, do they take it and consider, you know, sort of measure how many people didn't get tickets to say, well, this is the real amount of demand. And so the next time this band or such band comes, comes into town, they'll just have more nights and more tickets. Honestly, I think the hype has become a part of the process now. Uh, Well, that's what Boyi is saying, uh, who says break or hanging server is a way of marketing in Malaysia. One server up, up, lagi banyak order. Uh, Cold storage pun, I got no money. (laughs) Go play that up for an online cheaper concert. (laughs) And I think, um, love the cold storage cold play Mm -hmm. shout. Uh, But, you know, I, I... Look, I didn't go for the tickets, but 
I have to say that I'm really glad we're not doing the online concert thing anymore. That if we're going to do concerts, I, I, I don't know. For me, the in-person experience was never beaten. Um, okay, I have opinions about how expensive tickets are in general for yes, international yes. acts, which is a different conversation. Um, was going to say Coldplay did do an online thing during COVID. I think that's enough of that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of, we're just there. Uh, is it always the um, foreign bands that are so expensive? Mm, yeah. What about local bands? Do they ever come to the you know the price uh, range of a foreign band? Only if they are performing in prestige venues, um, like for instance, uh, they want Philma- Philharmonic and so on. But rarely, rarely at the rates of the international acts. So we have a couple of messages that are a little bit. Um, smug but in a different way not smug because they got tickets smug because they didn't have to bother Uh, so Shazwan says not my issue I'm a system of a down fan waiting for that to hit Malaysia Shazwan it will be your issue then (laughs) it's not your issue now but it will be in time Um, Munif says as a person who is not a Coldplay fan I thoroughly enjoyed watching my office mates slowly losing their mind because of the ticket website office entertainment of the day come on lah Munif I mean what if a band you really loved comes down do you want them to laugh at you I think, I, I mean... Maybe Munif just hates concerts. Do, do you think deprivation is actually good for the heart? I mean, I, I, I remember years ago not being able to afford the $50 to go to see the Boomtown Rats mm. at the Goodwood uh, Hotel in Singapore. I mean, I was a teenager. Uh, Bob Geldof wasn't as famous as he then became because of, you know, uh, We Are The World. But, you know, they were big and I wanted to see the Boomtown Rats. I couldn't afford $50. Uh, sing dollars. Well... Des has a Coldplay um, reference in relation to missing out. Des says, I'm looking at the star, but it's not shining at me. We got to that line just now, right, in the song? We did. We did. (laughs) I'm glad we did. At least you had that. Look, um, it's more like you're looking at the server and it just broke on you, you know. That, that's maybe the, the way of looking at it. Uh, there are also people complaining about the whole process and, and system. So Asfa says, I think companies shouldn't have monopolies on ticket sales, concerts, events, whatever. It, there's an artificial limited access to this. Um, they should be regulated. So um, I think so. I mean, I, I think pr- the problem with a lot of these online systems is also that um, we have no real alternative to it now, right? So you either participate and try your luck or you don't. But if it's a band you really like, chances are you would. Mm. But, you know, the question is the efficiencies that come from not setting up a booth, uh, you know, you can avoid potential stampedes. I mean, there are all kinds of reasons why going online is uh, is really the way to the future. It is, um, but I've never had a smooth process. I, I don't know about you, Sharmila. I've never had no. a smooth or um, even... Uh, contained within one hour. It's it's always been like a few hour fraud, don't know what's happening, waiting for the confirmation screen process. I will say that I usually let other more committed friends do this for me. So I've rarely had to do it myself. I'm usually cheering oh, them you on make use of me. via text. I, see. I would, Yes, Lynn, great. You'll do it but soon. Hold on, hold on. Is this a great marketing ploy? It just gets everybody talking about the band for a while. Because I, what I can understand is why they don't just... It, Considering there's so much demand, they just release more tickets. Well, why can't they just expand it, have another day of, of, of concert? I don't think that that's how the touring system works. That That's a whole other thing mm. about bands kind of packing their tours, right? Because they're onwards to the next country. Well, 
keep your thoughts coming. We are talking about um, Coldplay tickets um, and specifically whether you managed to get them since there was this mad rush to get them today. Were you successful? Were you not? You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. You can tweet us. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.